As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Redcross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next interview. I love having the opportunity to not only interview so many amazing people in our vegan plant-based community, but also an opportunity to talk with someone like I have today's guest that is really making change in the world, really helping people transition, helping people as they start to explore a whole foods plant-based diet, but also helping people through that challenge of kind of sometimes the ups and downs that we all face when we start to make not only these food changes, but often these lifestyle changes. When many of us are starting to understand what it means, what we eat and what we put in our bodies, we have to start to make a shift. And some of those shifts are cultural. Some of those shifts are things that we're holding on to for different reasons, maybe from our childhood, great memories. And sometimes we're just struggling with change, especially for many of us in this year which has been a huge year of change and transition for all of us um, with everything that's happening, that it's really great to have an opportunity to sit down with a coach, instructor, and really just all around great person that I have today and talk about how Besa has been flexing, how Besa has been really kind of adjusting to 2020. And I'm really excited about getting an opportunity to dive in to her story and share it with you. So first, let me say welcome. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I adore you and your work. So it's a great pleasure to be here with you today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I love it when we have a chance to kind of dive in and talk about how people are transitioning and everything that's going on. And also, I want to introduce our audience to you and your story. But just before we dive into all the details of what's going on today, let's start from the beginning. Let's kind of wind back the clock and give everyone a little bit of background on yourself. So maybe let's let everyone know how long you've been vegan and a little bit maybe about your transition story and how your transformation to this lifestyle, you know, what has it meant to you and how has it changed you? Oh yeah. Well, I love to share that because it has not been an easy journey, but at the same time, it has been a completely transformative journey for me and my family and, and all people around me. (laughs) So I turned vegan five years ago and it was not overnight. Uh, I read the China study book and as the further I went with the book, the further my vegan diet came into full force. And uh, I came introduced to this new lifestyle. I've been working in uh, hospital settings in New York, and I've seen firsthand devastating conditions that uh, chronic disease has and working in emergency rooms, especially. Really, you see that condition over and over again. And for me, being able to link that that cannot doesn't have to be a reality if we actually adjust the food and lifestyle. It was such mm-hmm. an eye because I never knew studying in a medical field and being a sonographer for so many years, I didn't know that food had so much power. 
I worked in uh, breast cancer centers and I've seen women in devastating tears asking the doctor, what, what did I do? What can I do better? Mm-hmm. And the answer was genetics, nothing, nothing really. Uh, which we know, which we know from studies over, over and over again that that's not true. That foods that we eat actually feed our cancer cells or don't and feed us to feel more alive and full of energy and actually really change our life. And I was not skinny and I didn't look so bright <laughs> before. I was um, quite heavy, 188, I think was my highest. And I really thought that my weight is because of typical American diet. I just choose the wrong food from American diet. We have so much opportunity and plant-based diet is so rich and so much variety. And of course, that I really changed my health into... Now, now when you were making that change, did it feel easy for you? Did it feel like it was something that because you knew where you were going to go, especially with the background that you have, when you have firsthand experience, when you're seeing other people struggle with, um, you know, kind of those health crises, did you feel like I knew I wanted to go? I knew I wanted to make that change. And you just kind of found your groove or was it something that, you know, I mean, you kind of had to try this, try that, try a different direction. What was, what was kind of your, your experience? So I think once you know really the facts behind plant-based diet, the question is not, am I going plant-based? That, that's a given. I feel like we need to find out the how. And okay. for me, that's where my journey was stuck a little bit. And my how I found through PCRM information, wellness forum information, the China study, r- listening to all these documentaries and kind of gathering all these tips of how to implement this uh, lifestyle. Because it was not a question. Was it challenging? Absolutely. I come from Europe. We love cheese and meat and they are linked somehow with memories that we think we love the food, we love the memories. Yes. So it's not really the food. So for me, I understood that part. I understood that I love the memories. I don't love the food. I could create the same memories with a yummy food and we all look healthy. And I had a lot of resistance from my family too, and maybe a laughter here and there, thinking that I was losing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a year and a half later, though. <laughs> because you know my numbers my blood work changed my weight changed mm-hmm. my my energy changed so and then I decided to really become a voice for this um information and uh recently right before COVID actually I quit the hospital job and um decided to go full force into being a messenger of how can we implement this lifestyle that reverses condition prevents condition and we really don't have to suffer the way how America is suffering. 65% of all population is with these second uh, chronic diseases, which they don't have to be. Yeah. And that's a big deal when the idea is the solution is within reach to everyone. 
You know, it, it, it's such, it can be sometimes even frustrating when you realize that it's just making sure we get the information out there, making sure that people understand how to do it. And also people can adapt it and bring it into their lifestyle. You know, it's not a predetermined way of doing it. You know, we all have different flavor profiles. We all maybe even come from different cultural backgrounds. And the idea is that we can bring it in and own it in our cultural and ethnic communities. So let's talk about the business. I mean, I really want to commend you on going all in on your business with all of this going on. That's huge. So let's give everyone who maybe hasn't, hasn't met you before, hasn't heard your story, give them a little bit of background on your business, what you do day in and day out, and how do you help people? So for me, I look at any space that I have to kind of spread the news and spread mm-hmm. the information. And of course, I got the tool from the best, Stephanie herself, because uh, I did one of your trainings, your courses, and mm-hmm. I started beginning to end. I put a goal to myself. I have to finish them all and followed many of your tips. And if I followed all your tips, perhaps I would be in every platform in full force. <laughs> I'm, not so working, nice. I'm working on it. I have all your notes down. But truly, thank you. Thank you for all your information, all your guidance. And that was very helpful. So I kind of pushed myself to use those tips that you share. I mm-hmm. uh, myself more in Instagram and Facebook. And I put a lot of events uh, in Eventbrite. And I use community friends and tell them how can we uh, spread more information? How can uh, we tell more population that they know that they never heard of it before? Because when I read China study, when I heard about this the first time, I truly thought the China study just came out. It okay. may be her and I'm flipping through the pages. When is it published? I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it for so long. I'm like, ah, how did I not hear about this? Oh my God, I just could not believe it. I could not believe it. So yes, and that's how it feels when you, when you learn about it, you're like, wait a minute, how did I not know this? Where is this information? I completely understand what you mean. And even now I feel that even as more medical studies are coming out, as more and more people are not only making this transition, but reversing many of the chronic diseases that they thought they were going to have for life. Um, it's just, you, you just get blown away by how much this information still needs to get into the right hands. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to share a story with you. Mm-hmm. So this young girl in her 15, just recently, this is like fresh, fresh, fresh. Okay. 15, and she went to the doctor. She was in pain, found out she has ovaries and, uh, they, of course, put her in medication and all of that. And we are coaches. We are not supposed to tell the clients not to remove the medication. So, of course, I don't do that. But what mm-hmm. I shared with her is how powerful this diet is. And I really managed to inspire her to tell her that really take this action. And so she went ahead. She did for, for a week, went back for a checkup. She called. She said, numbers didn't change. This is still growing. I'm like, just keep going. This is not a theory. This is already proven. And Mm -hmm. long story short, she went back in four weeks, found Mm -hmm. out the systems are gone, decided to remove the medication two weeks down the road when she started to feel less pain. And Mm -hmm. 
called me back from the doctor's office right when she went out and she was screaming and jumping and she says, I did it, no sis. And the doctor said, no sis. So yeah, this is pretty fulfilling, you know, seeing type two diabetes reversed, seeing people lose weight, losing inches that they thought they can't really control, um, seeing all these conditions improve and really, really take charge on your health and your body. It's so amazing. Yeah, it is. It's amazing when you can feel empowered and understand what you can do. So walk us through how you kept your sanity as you were making this transition, as you were building this business. Because I think for a lot of people, this year has just been so hard on our psyche. You know, just even plenty of us have been in business for years. There's just so many curveballs that were coming towards us. How did you balance that and keep you know, keep yourself going because you are making these transitions. You're helping people, like you said, not just lose inches and lose weight, helping people combat issues, you know, change their blood work. Like how do you balance the the ups and downs of running a business with also being able to kind of keep people going and keep them motivated? So first of all, Stephanie said I could do it. So of course I could do it. There were steps that failed. I admit that. So many times we had some cheesy moments mm-hmm. and embrace them and that's fine. And then I I have um, a 15 and 13 year old and my son eight and my mom and my sister and they all plan based. It took a while for everyone to come in the board, but they all in the board. So they really believe in my mission. And I have that support constantly. I have my daughter. I wish I could show you the sticky notes. I knew if I knew that I'll have this question, I'd have shared the sticky notes. I have sticky notes. Goes, mom, you could do this. Yay, mom! I love it. I love it. Or I go in the table and should should I'll find little stickers. I know today will be a great day for you. So that definitely has it. And knowing that I'm behind the truth definitely inspires me to go further. And those moments when I receive feedback and calls or when we do the cooking classes and nutrition classes that we do through the structure that 3CIM built. Um, And we do those classes and we get the feedback. Oh, I didn't know it was so easy. Oh, I didn't know that I had chose to feed good cells and bad cells and I didn't know I had so much power in my immune system. So when we get this, when I get this feedback, and I know for instructors and coaches like me, that is a fuel for their soul because it's like, okay, keep going. This is this works. This does change people's health and well-being. And the idea is that I don't give the information to one person in my cooking class. Ideas, I plant the seed on that person and that person plants another seed in another one and another one. And we all get to be healthier. We need to live a long, healthy life. It's not about living in tubes and devastating conditions, but to live a, a life full of, you know, longevity. So that's the goal. Absolutely. And I love that you talked about your support system. I think a lot of times we forget how much that, yes, as an entrepreneur, there's a lot on our plates. Yes, as business owners, we're responsible for a lot, but it's really important to have those support systems and have people on board with what you're doing. Um, Now, sometimes we all don't have the luxury of having our, you know, our family on board. You know, sometimes we reach into 
our friend circles. Sometimes we reach into other circles, but I love the idea that you were having those post-it notes because um, that can really make a difference. It can really help when someone kind of plants that positive seed. And I think that's something that has been a struggle for a lot of people this year. I don't know what your perspective is, but for me, the one thing that I think we're lacking this year is enough positive stories about transformation and change, enough stories about, you know, how even businesses have bounced back and businesses have been kind of seeing their way through. Maybe it's not the numbers we all hoped. Maybe it's not the plan we had in January, but the idea is that there are these success stories out there on the business side and for the people that you're helping and how important it is to get those messages out. I don't know how you, you feel about that or how you've how you've tried to get that positive word or message out this year. And this is an excellent opportunity for us to reach people all over and really for us to help each other kind of to understand what's the truth behind the quote. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, it's so important that we adjust and adapt. That's why we named this series kind of the idea of pivoting is the reality is there's always challenges that we can face. I mean, we're here to grow. We're here to get better. So yes, this is an extraordinary time that we're living in right now. But the more, at least I believe, the more practice we get at being able to navigate the environment we're in and being able to still help people, still, like you said, spread the word and get that out, it becomes almost a habit and a skill you build so that you can weather the next storm. So I just really think it's tremendous hearing your story and hearing what you're doing. So let's talk a little bit about advice, especially when you walk the road of starting a business. Sometimes it's nice to help anybody else who's maybe in your shoes right now, someone who's maybe thinking about starting their business or they made the leap as well. And maybe they're making a little bit later in the year. Any advice that you have for anyone who's thinking about starting a business now and starting a business through some of the, you know, uncertainty that we have right now in the world? Yeah. So of course, you know, my first answer is going to be find out your support system. And not everyone that you expect to be your support system is going to be your support system. Understand that people are going to doubt you, but know that you're behind the true message. So constantly stick and plan and work onto it. I think that uh, using the connections that you have is very important. And just keep putting and spreading the word out. Know what are you bringing out. Once you know your mission and why are you doing what you're doing, things will come together. I did not know uh, when I started how it would reveal down the road. I really didn't. But as things came across, oh, Stephanie wants me in an interview, I'll show off, you know. That's one of the examples. BCRM wants uh, to do cooking classes. I've never done online. Don't give up. Don't give up. Just give it a shot. And then we, okay, where do we start? Zoom. Okay. Let's purchase a Zoom. And what's the very next step? We have no idea how to use Zoom. <laughs> Let's figure that out. And then the first class that I did with Zoom, and I want to share this, mm-hmm. I ramped up for a good four minutes and nobody said nothing. I was not heard on the other side. So all I was doing that. <laughs> By pushing all the buttons. 
fully passionate on my four-minute speech before I get the first question, all was muted. (laughs) Somehow down the road, one of the participants says, had the courage to say, I don't hear her. And then we realized nobody was hearing me. Okay. So we make sure now that the mute is unmuted. So my point is that don't give up. You'll stumble. And as it comes, know your message. You'll know your purpose. Why are you doing this? Have your support system and do one step at a time. One step at a time. Perhaps if you are clueless, on technology, how I was, perhaps take one of your courses and, you know, the path becomes easier on that aspect and not to get intimidated how far people have gone, because I know everyone has different stage. Someone is much more advanced in their journey and someone is just the beginning. Recognize that they were in that spot at some point. They were there. They kept moving on. So, yeah, that's pretty much would wrap up and you will get there as long as you don't have. But once you know that you are there for a strong mission, for a mission that actually changed people's life and really realizes that uh, we don't have to fall for these conditions that we believe we could be powerless, then the, it's much easier to be out there and persist on those long emails, multiple emails and on and on. And it's all, all, all worth it. Oh, that's so good. I'm glad you said that it's all worth it because I think a lot of people struggle with, ah, should I do it? Should I put that much effort in? Do I have to do all these things? Do I, you know, and we're, we're kind of either hoping that we can outsource it and someone else can just do all that other stuff. Or to one point you said earlier as well, that we're waiting for it to be like perfect. We're not willing to take those chances. We're not willing to be in those environments where, you know, it is muted and we just have to turn on the mute button. And luckily someone told us, you know, a lot of times we get so nervous that something's going to go wrong, that we withdraw. And I love what you were saying about just keep doing it, be persistent and re- persistent and remember your purpose. Um, so anyone who's watching, anyone who is hearing us today, if you're feeling shaky, grab a piece of paper right now and write down your purpose because you may need to see it again. You may, it might've gotten lost in your head. And I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes I even have to do this for myself yeah. is because I get so bogged down by what I haven't done, what needs to get done, that email that came in that I have to take a step back and do that sometimes. Write down, what am I doing? What's my purpose? Why am I doing what I'm doing? So I can ground myself again and then push forward. And and things will go wrong. Like if you think I'm going to do this online, but I'm always looking perfect and all of that, and I'm never going to have a mistake. That's not true. Just get prepared. It will happen. It will happen. Sometimes we will not present ourselves fully. We're not ready yet. And that's why we need to do it over and over and over again till we actually are clear enough to deliver this message as it deserves to be delivered. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love the confidence that you bring to things. I love the energy that you're bringing, not just today, but in general, Um, since we've known each other, it's always so great to be able to connect with you. And also, I love how you showed up today in the interview. I think a lot of times when people think about doing these interviews or doing live sessions, you know, they're so easy to you know, to worry about 
what could go wrong, like you said, what could happen. And it's so great when I have a guest that just goes all in and explains and tells everyone about their not only their passion, but what they're doing. And I really feel like our audience today, even me, I could feel it. You know what I mean? Like I can feel it through the screen, even though, you know, we're all socially distanced. It's really, really nice to have a chance to chit chat and talk with you today. So before we wrap up, I have a couple of last minute questions. One thing I want to make sure is that everyone can get in touch with you. So if people want to get in touch with you, reach out to you, give us some websites, social media, usernames and so forth so everywhere you could google me through my name Bisa Martini my website and Instagram everything is linked with that and be so alive as well I am be so alive in in, uh, Facebook and website Instagram because Stephanie told me so I need to be everywhere with the same name (laughs) so I did that I did that so it's easy for you guys to find me. And we have um, uh, everything that I do, every class that I organize, it's linked through. You'll find the link in Instagram and you'll find the information in Facebook. And we do a lot of events, free and not free. And we do cooking classes uh, to combat COVID right now, funded by Veg Funds and PCRM. And I am so honored that they trusted me to deliver these classes for my community. And we have full classes, all tickets sold. And it's so amazing that people have a high interest on knowing this information. So yeah, you'll find through that name, you'll find all that awesome information. Oh, great. And I really hope anyone who is thinking about taking a class really checks out your site because, you know, not only if they're feeling this energy now, can they imagine the energy that they're going to feel in one of your classes? How inspired. Wild. I love it. I love it. That's one thing. Like I have this other course that I talk about the experience. And it's so important that people understand the experience that they're going to get. And I really think through individuals seeing your interviews and interacting with you, they can not only know they're going to have an amazing time, but know that they have someone in their corner that wants the best for them. And that's, to me, the biggest thing you can hope for with a coach, an instructor, and someone who's supporting you through a transition. So bravo on the message that you deliver. Thank you so much for joining us today. And then if you have any final words, meaning advice you have for anyone out there that is kind of going through this pivoting, going through this process of reassessing, changing, going digital and so forth, you know, any final words that you have or any recommendations that you'd love to share before we wrap up? So yeah, if I add additional to what I said, of course, uh, build a structure, a structure is super important and that structure keeps falling oftentimes but have it daily. So I have my girls who I always talk to them. They are coaches like me. So we discuss every week, we have a set time and we discuss what failed, what didn't, how can we support each other? And not only with ideas, but as well to see what went wrong. So daily goals, weekly goals, when things fall apart, go and rest. You have another day to wake up hopefully, and take more charge. But we're eating healthy, so we have plenty of days like that. (laughs) Absolutely. We got that longevity in front of us. (laughs) And then even for these classes that I give, 
I tell them all the time, I am the instructor in the class, of course, and I answer all the questions and give them all this nutrition um, information and uh, tips how to cook easily. But I tell them as well, help each other, you know, find your pal that supports you in this journey and help someone else who has no idea about it. Share a delicious plate. And tell them how gorgeous and how helpful it is for us. So I think just hang on there. Keep on going. Don't give up. Have a structure. Perfect. Oh, that is a great structure. I definitely agree. Is huge and can be really helpful. So thank you so much once again for being my guest. Thank you for sharing some of your inspiration, some of your words of wisdom, and also, as always, your energy. And I really look forward to not only keeping up with everything that you're doing, but also maybe getting a chance to interview you again and a chance to let everyone know what you've been up to since our last interview. So thank you so much for joining us today. And for everyone who's joined us live, or if you're listening to this as a replay or on our podcast, I'm really excited that you took the opportunity to kind of join us to learn a little bit and be inspired by our guests. And if you have any questions, you can always post them in the comments. We always take a look at them after the show. And we love it when you give us some likes and you give us some love as well. It helps us know that you enjoyed this interview and enjoyed really hearing the story from our guest today. So we appreciate you as well. And I'll see you in our next interview. Bye. Thank you, Stephanie. Bye.